and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose one who comes against him with 20,000. If he cannot then, while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. What a happy, happy text this is. <laughs> when we were looking at this as a staff, uh, the first two verses are, you know, anyone who does not hate father, mother, sister, brother, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I said, I am not having that read. So let's just cut the first two and go with that. And then I came back this week and I looked at it. It's like, this is not any better when you start here. Matter of fact, you know, it's almost worse because it seems like it's reasonable when it's not, is it? I mean, how many of you here think it's okay to hate your mother and your father and your sister and your brother? Any hands? No. So what in the world is going on with this text? And this is a kind of sermon that you do because people read the Bible and then they get to something like this and they think, I don't know how to make heads or tails of this. And obviously if I was a more spiritually advanced, I would. And of course, you go to the commentaries and people say, I don't know. But I think what this is important to know the context here. Jesus is at a, a turning point in his ministry. He's going to Jerusalem. He knows he's going to the cross. And what he's saying is, are you going to be able to be with me or not? Are you going to be able to walk the road with me or not? Because if you're not, now's the time to bail. Really. If you're not, now's the time to get out. And in that culture, if you turn your back on your father or if you turn your back on your mother, it would be considered hating your father and mother. It's not negative feelings towards. That's not what Jesus is saying. This is clearly not what Jesus is saying. But are you going to stick it out? Are you going to be able in the words of the hokey pokey, to put your whole self in? That's the question. Are we able to do that? And do we even want to do that? And then the second part is saying, you, you count the cost. Do you have enough to do this? Now, I want to make this, this is very esoteric. And I want to make this very concrete and very real. If you went to the Oktoberfest last night, one of the questions I was asked for Jen and Chris about how did you meet these kids? How is it that you have a relationship, two white people from Southern California with, with you know, a black family in South Central L.A.? How did this happen? And Chris was at a worship service. And a woman came up to him after the service and said, I need some food delivered to a family. Can you give me a ride? I can drive you from here to there. No problem. I can put my whole self in. Not a problem. So Chris drives the woman to the family and all these black kids from the hood you know, pop out and they say, yo, homie, what are you doing here? But they liked him. And 
he liked them and then he realized, I want a relationship with this family because there's something here that's drawing me. Now, if Chris knew seven years ago, seven years ago, what it would mean, would he have done it or would he have gone screaming into the night? I don't know. I hope he would do, but, but what he said was, at this point, I'm going to put my whole self in and I'm going to continue this relationship, which meant that he visited them and pretty soon they were coming down here. Jen and Chris were, were taking them on vacations and then how do we help? But when they looked at what the needs were and what they could do, and here's a question for the church. When it says, do you have what it takes to build the foundation? No, so we're going to build, someone's going to build the foundation. Do you have what it takes to finish the project? The answer is almost always no. Not if you're alone. Not if you are alone. So Jen and Chris feel like, okay, well, if I ask the church for help for our project, we're being selfish. That's how it feels to them. We're asking you to help us do what we're doing. Now, from the outside looking in, does that seem selfish to you? So that they can spend more of their time and more of this effort? How do we determine whether we count the cost? Last night was incredible for me. If you were there at the, how many were at Oktoberfest last night? A lot of you. This was a great attendance. Jeff and Todd, thank you for doing that. Um, it was great to see um, Lynn and Kathy actually go to an Oktoberfest at someone else's house <laughs> after seven years at their own. But they looked at what's going on, and this church said, you know what? They're making an impact. They're changing lives. These are part of us who are putting their whole selves in. And to build the house that needs to be built, we need to go in with them. And that's what happened. And the last thing that was invited, um, they, they talked about um, you know, wanting internet because you can't do anything online anymore. I mean, you can't do anything in person on paper. It all has to be done online. And so we got, Mary and I got home last night and, and we always just take the, the envelope with us and then, you know, after thinking about it and praying about it, we decide what we want to do. And I asked Mary, I said, well, what do you want to do this year? And she says, well, you know, what I want to do for, for us is we'll give some money to, to, to the Moore Project, which is incredible, down in Brazil. Um, but what, what I'd like us to do is to pay for the Internet. So that's what we're going to do. And I feel uncomfortable saying that because I'm really not looking for applause. I mean, the applause is, is, is for the vision to say, the next step for them is this. And I'm looking at my situation, it's like, we can do this. We can do this easy. So we will. And we're going to give money to the Moore Project as well. But that's, but without somebody saying, this is what it means to put our whole selves in as a church. Are you excited about this? I am. This saying in Jesus seems really hard until you actually live it. 
And then you realize, when I put my whole self in, it means that, man, there are, there are some sacrifices that have to be made. But usually when you're in the midst of those sacrifices, you realize how often you are blessed because you're making them. How often you feel like, wow, I'm making a difference in people's lives that I don't know. And what I love about what we're doing right now as a church when joy is Chris and Jen know these kids and they work with these kids. And Jeff and Todd came and said, you know, you know, Mona V, we sell Mona V, it's this great product, you should all buy it. But here's what Mona V is doing. They're giving 10% of their profits and they're, they're doing this foundation uh, in Brazil, because that's where the products come from, the, the, the berries and whatnot. And, you know, these slums, these horrible living situations, and Todd and Jeff said, well, I don't want to just give money unless I check it out. So they, on their nickel, they went down and they checked it out. So we have four people in our congregation who are physically doing the stuff. And that's a beautiful thing. And they're saying, this is a foundation, and here's where we want to build to. We want to support a couple kids for now. And then maybe we'll do four kids. And then maybe we'll do six kids. But because you guys are doing it and saying, we've, we've measured the foundation, we've, we, we did it, and we can do it. But, but only if we all do. So I want you to look at this passage about true for yourselves in your own lives, but I want you to think about what does this passage mean for us as a church? And what can we do together? Because I tell you, when I was at that meeting last night, and they, both of these projects dovetailed so beautifully together, and everyone in the room was like, wow, we want to help. We want to do this. We can do this. How many times do you feel you can do this? Most of the time you feel like Marlene. You wake up, you read the paper, and you see people killing each other on the other side of the world, and you think, there's nothing I can do about that. Except pray. And, and, you know, and send your love. I, I don't mean to pick on you, but that's, but that's how you feel. You feel like you know, when somebody picks up a gun and they hose down 6, 12 students, it's done. It's over. There's nothing you can do for those kids. There's things that you can do for these kids. There's things we can do for these kids. And we got people doing it. I want you to be excited. I want you to do the hokey pokey. I want you to put your whole self in. Whatever that means. And I saw people doing stuff last night, and it was... I tell you what, it was one of the highlights of my whole year. Watching people, you know, watching Peter cook the brats and, you know, the women doing what the women do and, and <laughs> Nick pulling out the wine and, we need more wine. You know, you got to love a man who says, we need more wine. You know. But in Jeff and Todd, you know, donating the house for the, for the thing, it's a great opportunity to live a very, very difficult passage of Scripture. But that's what Jesus was talking about. We can do this together. We can put our whole selves in. 
And it feels so good when you do. And that's good news. Amen. There's a song that's inside of my soul It's the one that I've tried to write over and over again I'm awake in the infinite cold But you sing to me over and over and over again so I lay my head back down And I lift my hands and pray To be only yours, I pray To be only yours, I know now You're my only hope Sing to me the song of the stars Of your galaxy dancing and laughing and laughing again When it feels like my dreams are so hard Sing to me of the plans that you have for me over again so I lay my head back down And I lift my hands and pray To be only yours, I pray To be only yours, I know now You're my only I give you my destiny I'm giving you all of me I want your symphony Singing in all that I am At the top of my lungs I'm giving it back So I lay my head
being open-minded to all points of view, those of you who come from more fundamentalist persuasions, if you want to take literally the idea that you must give up all your possessions to uh, become Christ's disciple, the church is here to help. <laughs> so we'll, we'll gladly help you with that literal translation of that particular verse. Uh, all kidding aside, for us who have received so much from God, who have received blessing upon blessing, may we joyfully and gratefully give back that others may live. When I wrote this song, I wrote this song with somebody who was so hurt by life that uh, as much as they wanted to say yes to life, there was uh, a chorus of no's of, uh, that pushed back. And if this song uh, was a person that would be telling us to say yes, I think in the 80s we had a slogan that said, just say no, so I'm starting a new one that says, just say yes. <laughs> um, and imagine what, 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 how life will change if you just say yes. Uh, if you need help uh, shouting above those voices that say no, that's why we're here. Anyhow, this song called uh, Talking Myself Out of Living. Oh, mm -hmm. 
We'll do the um, the offertory. Go ahead. Um, we're going to do the offertory, Pam. Go fast. The doxology. <laughs> <laughs> Blessings, O oh God, we give you thanks for the opportunity to share what you have given us, for the price of putting our whole selves in and finding out what we receive in return. We give you praise. Help us to be joyful givers. Help us to live as people of your word. And your light. Amen. Do you want us to remain standing or? Please. All right. Sending song. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. we're going to rip this one. The song. The Nothing you can do that can't be done. Nothing you can sing that can't be sung. Nothing you can say that you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is got this down. <laughs> Nothing you can make that can't be made. No one you can say that can't be saved. Nothing you can do but you can learn how to be in time. It's easy. 
sing it now. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. Nothing you can know that isn't known. Nothing you can't see that isn't shown. Nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. It's easy. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. All you need. If you are wondering whether you can put your whole self in, remember all you need is love. And if you put yourself in and you surround yourself with a community that also loves, we have all we need. Amen. 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 Thank you.